Hey everyone, it's me, Gabe, better known as Isaac Blackfeather. I just want to say thank you to everyone who has listened so far. The support has been wonderful. If you're wondering how you can support us further, tell a friend, tell a coworker, or even tell a random stranger. Word of mouth is always a great way of spreading the word, and it's no different for us. Also, you can leave a comment and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and write us an email at firstwerollpod at gmail.com. Now, on to the first episode of Chapter 2, Why Did We Survive? Last time on First We Roll, our players discovered a priest of Largon potentially attempting a ritual to summon the Mad Leviathan. Quick to act with a wand of magic missile, our fighters were able to defeat the creature, but in doing so, angered the Leviathan. With its last remaining reach into the material plane, it sunk the ship our adventurers were aboard. Now sinking to the bottom of the ocean, how will they survive? We see as the elusive tide begins to sink slowly beneath the sea, devoured by the mad leviathan Largon. The cargo and the sailors sinking effortlessly into the depths. We search through all of this only for a moment. We find Laia. Laia, how are you feeling in this moment? Cold, scared, alone. Not really sure what to think. Yeah. Don't know what to do. Kind of just paralyzed with fear. As you begin sinking further into the depths, we see Laya's eyes close. And then they open. In a scene of chaos. Men and women running around, in and out of tents. We can hear the faint screams of people in the distance. Sound like they're in pain. Laya, roll a perception check. <laughs> uh, Twelve. That's not bad. So you're standing here. Things look familiar to you, um, but in this chaos and this new entry into the scene, uh, you're a little bit hesitant to like grasp what it is. Um, but as you're looking around, you see three clerics outside of a tent. They all seem to be grasping different holy symbols. You see one of Eldeth, who you're familiar with. You see another of Helm, and a third of Bahamut. These clerics appear exhausted as they continue to pray for more strength as we hear the cries for help continue. As you're standing here, we focus in on you. You seem to be frantic, you're trying to find your place in this chaos. And it's at that moment, a delicate hand grasps your shoulder. Come with me. We need to help over here, the voice commands. And in this moment, Laya, you're swept into a tent. Men and women lay on cots with bloody rags and bandages. Some seem worse than others. The voice continues. Well, don't just stand there. Grab some gauze. Grab some fresh bandages. Get to work. Oh, and cover those ears. Don't want to get yourself in more trouble than it's worth. At this moment, Laya, as you're standing here, she moves on, continues to work. You recognize this woman. You recognize this moment further now. 
This is a memory that you're reliving. What do you do? Can I touch anything? Like, does it, it seems real to me. Absolutely. Yeah. I quickly just go, Zena, it's me. Don't you remember? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do I know you? Yes, this happened before. You helped me. You're the reason why I'm who I am today. You're the person that I look up to. You're the one that I wanted to be. I'm sorry. Have we met before? I I don't recognize you. I'm sorry. Yes, you guided me. Well, that's... I was lost, and you're the one that helped me out of this. (laughs) It's a silly thing to say. She kind of just like brushes it off almost like she doesn't really understand what you're saying and she kind of goes and tends to somebody's bandages and you're kind of just left there like you know it doesn't seem like she grasps what you're saying is there anything that i can do to like make her understand or she is just it's just how it is you know yeah you're not really sure uh roll an intelligence check Um, yeah, you're a little bit confused too, because you know that this is a memory and you're like reaching out to her, right? With knowledge that she as a memory doesn't have. So you kind of stop for a moment in this room and you're thinking about it and it's hard for you to kind of come to grasp with the fact that she's not going to be able to really hear your words. Is there anything else you'd like to try or do? Just try to make her understand that, you know, she's the reason why that I am who I am, that she's my idol. She kind of just sits there and listens to you kind of like telling her this. Um, And she talks to you for a little bit, kind of like, seems like you guys are kind of like chatting and like trading war stories almost like, Oh, you know, like the time you did this, Zena. Like, and she's like, Oh, right. Yeah. Like, like, you know, think of it like you're reading a comic book of Zena's life. Like, and she's like, Oh yeah, I do remember when that happened. Um, and yeah, she just kind of just relishes in this moment of being like spoken to almost like as an idol, but also as an equal, because you have your own stories at this point to trade with her. Um, can I like hug her? Absolutely. Yeah. You hug her and embrace her. And at a moment she's like, uh, uh, kind of like taken back, but then she embraces you back. <laughs> and as you two continue doing this, uh, we see a man enter the tent where you guys are. Uh, he's kind of middle-aged. He's got a short buzz cut hair. Um, he's got, you know, basic, I wouldn't say plate armor, but it's like metal. You know, he's got some metal armor. Um, he's got a cape on. And he, like, goes over and looks at a few people on the cots. And they, they kind of, like, try to stiffen up for him and, like, look have a brave face, essentially. And he, like, searches the room. He sees Zena. He's like, Zena, get these men to the front lines. Those damned elves are relentless. She goes told you commander don't serve you 
I'm only here to supply aid to the injured before moving on. I think it would also be wise of you to rethink your efforts in this war. Instead of slaughtering, perhaps try to find peace. He retorts, peace! They started this war by attacking our people, hiding in their tree fortresses. They don't seek peace. What would you like to do in this moment as you recognize this man? I recognize him? Yeah. This okay. is Commander Hunt. Ah, uh, okay. Is there, like, what's around me? Is there anything that I can, like, grab and, like, because I'm, like, mad. I'm angry. This guy, like, irks me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to be, like, ready. Yeah, roll a perception check as you're, like, kind of frantically looking around this room. Natural 20. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you see some scalpels that, like, have, like, dried blood on them sitting next to, like, a patient. Uh, you see some, like, scissors used to cut gauze. Um, you don't see any, like, weapons necessarily other than, like, these basically just sharp uh, medical utensils. I'm just going to, like, grab the scalpel, but, like, without him, like, knowing. Like, kind of stay hidden, like, in the back. All right. Roll stealth check. Twenty-three. Damn. And from there, we fade out. Is it still dark, cold? It is. Can I just pray that, you know, that I live? Yeah. That my friends live? And that I'm not done doing what I need to do? That if anyone answers me, that I will give it my best to make things right? Protect those that need protecting? Heal those that need to be healed? Versus killing people. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Your eyes close once more as you begin to drift further into the ocean. We search around this depths again. This time, seeing Velik. At the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just sitting there. Floating. Like, <laughs> it's those calm waters, right? Yeah, it's so calm down here. Velik, as you sink, you lose consciousness. You open your eyes and find yourself in a complete, white, empty, and endless expanse. What would you like to do? <laughs> Guys? <laughs> Help! Uh, uh, am I standing in this room? Yep. Think of like the Do Matrix when like Neo goes into the room where you can get like all the guns and stuff. It's just endless white expanse. Nice. <laughs> there are no guns here though. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm going to start walking forward. Okay. Does it look like I'm even moving with all the walls like completely white? Is it like am I even gaining? Can I see that I'm even gaining ground? Not really. Um, but you feel like that, you know, the, presence of inertia you're you are moving forward mm -hmm. um your feet are touching something solid though it doesn't appear as anything's below you or around you uh give me a perception check 13 okay uh as you continue to move forward searching about trying to find your place in this endless expanse uh you notice 
a blue film uh, begins to take shape around you. <laughs> uh, you focus for a moment as you notice this. And the blue film almost begins to resemble people moving around you. Kind of in the same way that you're moving. There's like kind of endless, um, you know, without purpose necessarily. Kind of just trying to find their place as well. They don't seem to notice you or if they do notice you, they don't care that you're here. Then you hear a voice. It is strange. The first time I saw them, I remember feeling the same way. Standing beside you now is none other than Duquesne. Nice. <laughs> he looks you up and down, pausing for a moment. I see you still walk a darker path, young Velik. Yeah, I mean, your armor has changed. Damn right. He looks it over. Perhaps the previous owner should act as a cautionary tale for you. Who was the previous owner? Well, the young lady who wore it. The young assuming you took it from. Oh, the banshee woman. Looks pretty sweet, though, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, yes, it does. <laughs> the helmet's a nice touch. What are you doing here, Velik? I was just about to ask you. <laughs> what am I doing here? And where is here? That is a good question. Uh, don't quite have a name for it myself, but it seems many souls wind up here, wandering aimlessly. I passed through here on my, after I left you, only to find a greater place. And now I can return pass once more into the material plane like I did previously when I saw you. So right now I'm neither alive or dead? It would seem that is true. Can you take me out of here? I can certainly try. And you guys kind of stand there for a moment, focusing, kind of like in meditation almost. The white walls begin to fade and take color and shape. And we see a cottage sitting on a hill. It's early fall. Dew sits on the ground. A small garden is fenced in on one side of the home. This is your home, Velik. As it is now or as it was? Like a memory type. Seems to be the last time you were here. It's a similar look. You stand there for a little bit, kind of taking it in. And a young boy actually comes out of the doorway. You recognize this young boy. It's you. Is Duquesne still with me? Yes. What the hell's going on? Uh, this is just a reminder, Velik. Things are not always so tragic. Well, it's about to get really tragic. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Yes, it is. I'm afraid. And from here, we see as the young boy comes further down his like the pathway from the door and reaches the connecting roadway, three guards 
dressed in like garments of a guard back to us. We can't see any facial features or anything. Approach the boy. Where are your parents, boy? One of them asks. Velik, no older than 10 years old. He's hesitant, maybe a little afraid. Points towards the door of the home. All right, go on, boy. Get lost now. Hesitant again. He shuffles off down the road. Duquesne says, It is tragic, I must say. But I just mean for you to not lose sight of this moment, Velik. And you will go down the path that you choose to go down. But just remember that there is love and joy in your life. And if you travel down a darker path following your anger, it will only destroy you. And these memories of joy and love will become muddied and forgotten. Felix going to rush the guards. You kind of rush forward. You actually just pass through them as they continue like on their path. And then he's going to get really pissed and start just like swinging at them, like trying to do it desperately because he knows what's going to happen. And so he's just going to completely berserk. Even though nothing's happening, he's still swinging through that in the hopes of just come on. Yeah. And after a moment, they enter the cottage and the door shuts. And you're just stood there. You're, you know, you're just standing there, angry, sad. Yeah, Velik's going to, like, scream at the top of his lungs, like, just completely pissed. And then he's going to look at Duquesne like, what the fuck? Why did you bring me here? I did not bring you here, Velik. This is your tragedy. This is what, this is where your path began. This is what you cling to most in your life. And as you mentioned, you are neither alive nor dead. You brought us here. Velik's best. <laughs> He's like, you're just reinforcing like everything that I cling to right now. Like, like this is making it all fresh again for him. Yes, I'm afraid that if you only cling to this memory, there will be no saving you, Velik. And you will only harbor anger for the rest of your life. You need to learn to let go. Now, I am not telling you to forget or forgive. I'm not even telling you to stop pursuing your vengeance. I'm only asking you let go a little and don't let this ruin you there is light inside of you but I'm afraid that that light is beginning to dim Velik hears everything that he's saying but he's still like in such a rage that like Duquesne's words become meaningless at this moment yeah until he can 
like get his bearing together. But all, right now, all he can think about is like everything that happened. Yeah. And it's like all fresh. Yeah. And as you stand there, this image begins to fade into blackness. We are once more back at the wreckage of the lucid tide. A sinking Isaac being swallowed by the familiar shadows. We zoom in on his face as the bubbles escaping his mouth turn into sweat beginning to drop from his brow. His exertion traveling from his arms down to the length of his quarterstaff. Across from him, a young elf with a similar look of fatigue and determination. Though their ages vary, their size does not. We see that Isaac is becoming a teenager. Standing high upon thin wooden poles strewn across the training grounds, Isaac swings his quarterstaff with haste, connecting with the ankles of the young elf. Quickly, the once sure-footed elf plummets off the wooden beams and crashes on the sands ten feet below. In this moment of victory, Isaac is quick to remind himself not to lose focus and adjusts his feet so he doesn't fall as well. Exhausted, he leans out with his quarterstaff against another standing pole and braces himself, closing his eyes and taking a deep breath. Only his moment of reprieve is cut short with a startle as the pole he's standing on begins to tremble and his name rings out across the training grounds. At the base of the pole stands a grayed Silas with a smirk on his face, showing both his intentions and his amusement with startling young Isaac. Come down, young Blackfeather. Isaac leaps down to meet his master. Master Silius. Isaac bows. I see the training is going well. He looks over at the winded elf. Yet an old man can startle you? I wouldn't really consider you a common old man. Ha! <laughs> Yes, well, you're trained hard, and the time has come to let you know the purpose of your exploits. The purpose behind both this monastery and the temple. I get to go to the temple? <laughs> yes, well, your enthusiasm is well placed, but with it should come a level of caution. Gather your things. The time has come. Isaac gathers his garments and training gear and catches up with the already moving Silius. The monastery has many purposes, as you know, from training those who seek enlightenment and skills to harbor the shadows and those of faith and commerce. The two continue to walk past parts of the monastery that Isaac is familiar with, from the training grounds with many bizarre forms of training apparatuses to the barracks, both dug into gray mountain stone as well as supports by large stone beams. From here, we can see in the distance, high upon stone peaks, the Temple of Faith, a marvel of engineering and beauty. Here, gods of all faith can be praised or scorned. This place holds great purpose, a reason for your efforts and those who have traveled the road before you and will travel it long after you're gone. Silius says as Isaac and himself approach the mausoleum of sorts, a large forward wall carved from the side of a mountain is adorned with stained windows and a large studded wooden door. Gold domes adorn the top of the tower stationed periodically along the temple walls. In front of the large wooden door stands stone pillars on each side. On each pillar, a large worn piece of parchment is staked into the stone. On the paper, glowing blue characters fill the space. Here is your purpose. 
the Temple of Whispers. Here we house a vast collection of items and knowledge, both magical and non-magical. It is your job as a monk of this monastery to protect and to collect for this temple. We collect information as simple as recipes to documents as important as royal decrees. Why do we need to learn to fight for a library? Ha! <laughs> this is no such library with a smack of the back of Isaac's head. As you know, some of the greatest uh, forms of knowledge is often kept in hush as secrets between individuals. This is what we harvest. People don't often let things go so freely as without cost. You can relate to this, can you not? Silius says while looking at Isaac with a quizzical look, only Isaac doesn't meet his gaze. Hmm. As I was saying, a time will come when you travel the world and gather information, both secret and known, and return it here to be collected. We have no moral standing here. Our only laws are those needed for attainment of information. I will warn you, though. Information that enters these halls must speak only the truth in its purest forms. To provide lies is to commit treason. You will do well not to forget this. From here, the view pans to the temple one more time as Isaac and Celius enter the large wooden doors. From here, we hear the faint lapping of waves. Velik, your eyes begin to flutter open. And in front of you, as you're laying on your stomach, you feel the sand in your mouth and nose and in your ears. And you see your helmet sitting directly in front of you, almost looking back at you. Grab it immediately as, <laughs> before as someone you, takes it. As you scurry up and grab it, you hear the squawking of goals. And Laya, you gain consciousness with these squawking goals. And you actually see as Ink seems to be like chasing <laughs> after them, and like swatting at them with her tentacles. <laughs> Isaac, you awake and you're staring up into the sky and like as the sun kind of bleaches your eyes and you like, you know, focus in around you, you actually notice someone standing over the top of you. Turtle. Oh, cool. Has Isaac ever seen a turtle? I'd, I'd say there probably would have been one at the monastery. Right. There's a lot of races there, so he's not like super familiar, but he's at least seen one in passing. This turtle kind of just peers down at you, and now at this time, Velik and Laya, you also see this turtle kind of just standing here. He's got like I wouldn't say ratty like robes, but they're obviously not the finest robes either. Kind of just over his shell. Um, he has a staff with him. Ah, Donatello. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you've been waiting for. Yeah. To see what he's holding. <laughs> Which ninja turtle is that? What's it going to be? Oh, hello there, he says to you. Uh, Isaac's going to do that like, whole like roll, jump onto his feet kind of trick. Off his shoulders. Yeah, nice. Like, go into a fighting stance just because he's thrown off. He's going to be like, who are you? My name is Sopak. I'm a cleric of Torm. I believe it is him that has sent me here to find you. For me? Mm, that is interesting. I'm assuming all three of you. 
I was only out for a walk, following faith. And here you three are. <laughs> so Isaac's also going to like scan the beach to see if there's any other crew members or like shipwreckage or. Yeah, you scan the beach and it just Nothing. beautiful beach, honestly, like the Bahamas. <laughs> so no Captain Rexford. You don't see Captain Rexford anywhere. You don't see any floating wreckage either, like no driftwood or anything. Because uh... you see that your boots are gone. Just is. Just is. <laughs> How rude. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just he will <laughs> never stop searching for that. Has, I uh, jump in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to live. Has uh, has he seen anyone else on the beach? Like you ask down? him. Yeah. No, I only arrived here a short time before the three of you woke up. Where you was get- he? <laughs> he doesn't live here. Not on the beach, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have no. you noticed? Oh, God, I keep interrupting. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you noticed any storms lately? And like kinda, within the last couple of days? You see that his face gets hardened. What type of storms do you refer to? Like a uh, calm ocean. <laughs> A calm ocean. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of storm. Uh, no, there haven't been any storms. Just on no rough seas, no thunder, lightning, gray clouds. As you say, gray clouds, he kind of like perks up again. His face hardened. There are gray clouds to the east. And he kind of just puts his head down. With that, Isaac's going to ask where we are. We are just south of Port Deepmere. It's only about half a day's travel up the coast. Come along. I will lead you there. Uh, So the three of you begin walking up the coast towards Port Deepmere. How far away did he say it was? About half a day. Oh, so we'll be there today. Yep. And what faith did you say he follows? Uh, He follows Torm. The God of duty, loyalty, and righteousness. So we keep following him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess Isaac will talk to him about his God and why he was out on the beach. Oh, it's a curious tale, really. See, I was the right hand advisor of a, a, a lord, Lord Cargan of Blackrock. Go on. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm not used to talking to people. Spacey as fuck. <laughs> this guy's off. Yeah. I don't like it. Well, it all goes back a few years ago when Black Rock was attacked by a black dragon. It left our lands permanently scarred. We weren't able to grow crops, and our people began to starve and started to leave. Only my lord, Cargan, seemed different during this time and seemed almost not to care after a while. At first he tried very hard, very hard, but then he lost faith, I think, and I could not convince him otherwise. Once he proclaimed our lands inhabitable, he sent me on my way and no longer needed my services. 
So I have just kind of wandered between Port Deepmere and the beach here, back towards the mountain, aimlessly and looking for purpose. It seems that you three might be purpose. Who told you to come find us? Well, uh, nobody. It, uh, I just followed Faith. And I've arrived here precisely around the same time as you three have. So you just had a feeling to go there? Yes. Uh, call it natural intuition. What do you know about the gray clouds? Well, they have permeated over black rock. I don't know what it is. They began around the time as the black dragon attacked. Three warriors actually fended off this dragon. There was a lot of damage done to our croplands, as I mentioned, and the castle itself took much damage. Then the clouds began to fade for a time, as our lord tried his best to re-consecrate the lands and grow crops once more, bring livestock back in just didn't seem to work and then as i mentioned he almost out of the blue gave up faith and the clouds rolled back in did he start going like manic or just like losing all interest yeah not manic just as you said lose interest he i wouldn't say he was sad he was almost even delighted what would Isaac know of poor Deepmere? Is it like a pretty pos- prosperous place? Or uh, Roll history checks. All of us? Mm-hmm. Natural 20. Nice. Damn. You're keeping it rolling from last session. Yeah, 14. 15. Nice. Good one. Would you get Velik? Velik? 14. 14. You got 15, Isaac? Yep. Um, yes, you guys would all know Port Deepmere pretty well. Uh, so this is like the shadiest town in the world this is like pirate cove heaven um it's very like uh boozy and just think of like remember in what was it the first uh pirates of the caribbean when they go to uh tortuga and there's just like hookers on the street and yeah. like it's rowdy as hell that's port deep mirror <laughs> all right so in hearing that we're going there isaac's like getting kind of like excited <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> now do we know what he was talking about with uh black rock and the black dragon do we recall this event um velik would for sure um i would say isaac maybe not he might have heard tale of it especially from his monastery there's probably recording of it um especially where they're like dragon attacks aren't frequent at all. And so this is like basically the only dragon that's ever attacked the Golden Coast. So it definitely made it into the record books. Um, how well the story was told from there on, you know, who knows? Um, and Laia would probably know as well because she probably traveled through this area at some point. Did they mention if the dragon was defeated or not? Yeah, uh, he said that three warriors defeated okay. the dragon. Warriors defeated the dragon. I don't know. Tell us, please. It wasn't uh, wasn't written. Their names are lost to history. <sighs> so I feel like Isaac's gonna try and as we're just casually walking on the beach, tell him that there's this like Leviathan. Like they're a port town, so they should probably try to like 
do something about sending votes out. Okay. Yeah, he's a. Well, I don't know how well it will be convincing uh, the people of the town to take up arms against this creature, but we can try. So who's currently in charge of Port Deepmere? I'm not entirely sure. Uh, it doesn't seem like anybody is in control there. <laughs> I I try I try to keep I try to try to keep my head low and not really make a stink. Oh yeah, so like getting these people to believe anything is gonna be hard pressed where it's like a crime town. So. Yeah, you'd yeah, you, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so fuck us, I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah. That guy's drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and after about half a day, um, and it's like maybe one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon at this point, um, you guys arrive at Port Deepmere. Uh, as you enter, yeah, you can immediately tell like this town is shit. The streets are completely muddy and like unkept. Uh, you actually see like somebody like toss a bucket of shit into the road and like uh. go back into their house. Um, and yeah, even with it being like two o'clock, you guys pass like a, an establishment where there's definitely people like rowdy and drunk outside of it already. Um, you hear some like loud banging in the distance. You're not really sure what it is. Um, what would you guys like to do? Oh God. And Sopak actually can be like, yes, this is uh, what I was speaking about. Um, very lawless town. Would this city have, like, potions for sale? Um, I'm not really sure. We can look around. Yeah, we probably want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. uh, Roll investigation checks. Fourteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. Nice. Awesome. Uh, How would you guys like to go about, like, looking for these... Like, you're just asking people, or you're looking for, like, a shop. Like, what are you guys doing? You guys want to, like, try to find an inn? Because I feel like an inn would at least have a good layout. Yeah. I'm assuming there's no guards, people. Yeah, you're, like, yeah, like, it's just, yeah you're, like, nobody appears to have, like, a uniform or anything. <laughs> it's wild here. <laughs> Even at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, people are just, like, insane here already. Yeah, an innkeeper would definitely know where we can get yeah. some if they don't have some. But then we also have to think, are they going to rip us? off yeah like a lot sure gonna try to (laughs) those discount portions this is where we get the discount Eh, portions everything (laughs) yeah exactly they're just laced with leather stuff (laughs) some trippy shit like oh they're discount but they don't do as much healing either (laughs) they're watered down (laughs) right when we're on the brink of death we drink it down (laughs) like oh shit you know it's like a hallucinogenic yeah so sopa can be like follow me to the inn um, and you guys kind of go towards the northern part. You're entering from the south. Um, and you guys kind of make your way towards the northern part of town um, until you reach an inn. Uh, just standard inn. You guys enter. Um, and there's a ruckus crowd inside. Um, stinks of tobacco and whiskey. Um, you actually, like, as you enter, somebody, like, gets pushed into the wall beside you and then, like, pushed out through the door as you guys are, like, trying to, like, shuffle in. You get this large turtle behind you. Um and yeah, it's just mayhem in here already. Um, what would you guys like to do as you enter? Nobody like greets you at the door or anything. So Isaac's probably gonna go for a drink. 
Yeah, we should probably go to the barkeep. Ask <laughs> yeah. the bar. Or you guys go to the barkeep. Uh, you just see a human, disheveled, um, his greasy, long hair, uh, looks unwashed. He's like, well, what can I get you? A beer. Something strong. All right, all right. Because we probably look like a hot mess right now as well, being washed up on the beach and... Yeah. That like has sand everywhere. Yeah. I'm still dumping it <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and he kind of just like and pours you guys three drinks. They all look exactly the same. And you kind of look at it over and you're like, I don't know what the fuck this is. It looks like ale, but I'm going to wait for Isaac to take I'm a drink. I'm chugging it down. <laughs> all right. Uh, Zero hesitation. Constitution saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! So glad I waited. Uh, that'd be sixteen. Uh, it burns. And it's gross, but it's liquor. All right. I'll just sip on mine. All right. Sopak like slides his beer towards like the end of the bar. He doesn't want it. Felic, are you drinking? I'm gonna like take it and then kind of like. Turn like something got my attention and pretend like I switched it down <laughs> as I'm not looking at those guys and kind of pour it out and be like, oh man, it's so good. <laughs> Isaac's gonna drink soapbox. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, so you start drinking his. Um, and as you guys are kind of just sitting here, um, the bartender's like, You three they look like newcomers. I've never seen you around here. Yeah, and- we're just a bit washed up. yeah we get those types well welcome port deep mayor not much to see here unless you're a bandit wanted or just a roughneck like the rest of us (laughs) and you actually hear like a couple guys down the bar that are definitely hammer drunk (laughs) and like you know like the old drunks at the end of the bar and they perk up (laughs) like gotta just slouch over their drink uh can we See if we can get a room. Do you guys want to like get a room here? Yeah. Yeah. We don't have any points of exhaustion or anything from being washed up or doing. No. 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 You guys are full health. Um, no exhaustion. You just kind of tired. You know, like I said, you got sand in your cracks and a uh, little sun on your skin, fresh uh, from just laying in the beach there waves going on yeah, yeah. your hair's yeah <laughs> got that crinkled to it yeah. <laughs> um yeah you guys asked for a room he's like yeah 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 i'm not gonna make you guys pay for it or anything so because it would be like two silver a night <laughs> it's not a good room <laughs> um should we ask if there's a shop yeah town? probably uh he kind of looks you guys over roll persuasion <laughs> it's not me Isaac will also try. Yeah. It's not me. Velik? Oh, High charisma. Right. Here we go. Here it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not him either. All right. That's a five. We are not very convincing right now. Yeah. Okay, um, Mine's a five as well. Mine was a three. <laughs> he just kind of gives you guys like a side eye and like just ignores you basically. And he gets back to like handing out another drink. He's like, fuck off. Like, if it's not his, like if it's not his product, he doesn't care about selling it. Basically, it's his thing. And you guys aren't convincing him of like giving out information where you can you know, you can find stuff. He's not somebody who's willing to give out information right. yet. Is there anyone that looks mild, 
mildly sober in the bar. Uh, uh, Perception check. Because you're looking for somebody sober. Nine. Nobody looks sober. So Isaac's going to go over to the old drunks that he pointed out in that cheered, and he's going to ask them. He's going to bring him two drinks as well. Roll persuasion with advantage. Nat 20. Nice. Uh, potions and stuff. Uh, and he kind of like bumps his buddy. He's like, what about that? That creature there, that uh, in that little hut to the north of town, just beside the the, the uh, road leading north there. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like that's the information he gives you. <laughs> He's like, there's a little creature to the north. <laughs> All right, that's something. Uh, yeah. That's something, yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's the, uh, can we tell what, like, the talk of the bar is, or is it just, like, cacophony? And yeah, it's totally, no like, chaos. Like, you hear a couple guys, like, boasting about, like, a big catch that they had at sea. Um, you hear one guy telling a tale about swooing a, a mermaid. Like, he was the guy, you know, like, oh, it wasn't her choice. It was, you know, I just swooed her <laughs> yeah. over, basically. And uh, Does Isaac laugh at this? He would for sure <laughs> laugh at <that. laughs> Um, I, I feel like Isaac's blending in just fine right now. Yeah, you all see, like, nobody really, like... <laughs> Seems know, to even care. Yeah, there's, like, they're in the word themselves at this yeah. moment, and just, like, enjoying themselves. And you guys are, like, you, uh, liar, you're sipping a beer. Isaac, you're having a couple now. Um, and Sopak is, like, literally just keeping his head down and, like, and ignoring he's, he's everything. He's just a, like, old man, right? Sopak? Yeah. Um, You can't really tell his age... He's just a turtle. Like he could be two. He could be two hundred. You don't know. Are we all sharing a room? Uh, the turtle. It's up to you guys. I like it's a group room. It's up to you. Because uh, I'm thinking if we go back, unless like, you want privacy. But I'm all healed up, so yeah. I need to wait a little bit. <laughs> but if we go back to the room and start talking to Sopak. Because we never told him what happened to us. Like, wh- I'm surprised. He never asked, like, why we're washed up on I did the tell him that we had, like, because I wanted to warn the town before we knew it was, like, a crime town. So I did briefly say Tell him happened. about it? Yeah. Does he know anything from what we tell him? Like, uh, a, any of his fate studies, whatever he's doing? Doesn't seem to, and it doesn't really seem to pique his interest either. He's kind of like, oh, shit. Like, that sounds terrible, but I don't think he, like, would understand the gravity of it. Okay. If that makes sense. Because I was thinking, like, if he had heard of a prophecy before, like, Mm -hmm. through his whatever he's doing. But I guess not. I could show him, because I wrote, I recreated the image that were on the wall, so I can show him those. Oh, yeah. The puzzle that we couldn't figure out. (laughs) Well, you guys couldn't. I had no problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You're on top of it. Yeah. So yeah, I'll show him those and just be like, does this look familiar or make sense to you? Doesn't look familiar to me. So Puck, you're great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and you guys are kind of just hanging out for a minute. Um, give me perception checks again. 16. 13. 13. You hear somebody in the corner of the tavern that you're in, the inn. Um, you hear, winner! And like, you hear a couple guys like, ah, fuck! 
and you see a couple guys like leave, a couple more guys enter, and you're like looking. It seems like there's like a little crowd gathering, a little circle. Not really sure what's going on, but gambling. Can I go over? Yeah, sure. Go over. You're like trying to peek over people's shoulders. Ink's trying to like get underneath feet to peek in. Um, and you can see that they're rolling dice and like placing bets. So while this is happening, Isaac's gonna like tuck himself in the back corner and he's actually gonna swap from his owlbear mask and put on the bird mask that he also purchased. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Cancun mask, right? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So you got like a uh a beak with the black feathers on. Yeah. Sick. Nice. Hell yeah. And I wanna do it like stealthily, so hopefully like nobody notices me swap out. Nobody's paying attention. They're all, all right, drunk. Sweet. It's all yeah. just a blur to them. <laughs> Um, yeah, what'd you guys like to do as you see this gambling rink take place? I'm gonna go on up Hell now that I have my mask on. I, I was waiting for one of you guys <laughs> yeah, yeah. playing. I know well, it. There's dice, right? Yeah, I got Charlotte's dice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, you see a couple of people roll some dice. Um, roll. Um, we'll just go intelligence. So just roll a d20. Add your intelligence. Uh, twelve. All right, um, you recognize this game, actually, as Kobold Knuckles. Um, it's essentially blackjack. Um, you roll dice and try not to, or try to get as close to 10 without going over. Yep. Yep. Um, so you step in, you try to get your hand in there? Yeah. All right. And am I using their dice, or am I using my own? No, you're basically betting against them, right? But they roll one card in front of the table. You don't see the second card that they have. Okay. Um, so you're like, all right, if I roll a six, right, then you know like you have to get high, probably, get to get unless to. they bust. So it's um, a D4 that we can't see that yep. you roll. Yeah. Um, so he rolled the D6, uh, getting a four. Okay. And then he rolls his D4. Uh, you're placing your 20 gold. Roll your D6 and your D4. That's five. All right. Would you like to add a D four? You know that the house rolled a four. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna roll D four. All right. You actually get nine. And that was a two, so I'm up to seven. All right. Uh, and then I want to like utilize the charlatan die, and I want to it to roll a two. All right. So I'm at nine. Nice. So yeah, you roll that. Uh, roll All sleight right. of hand. And I'll say yeah, just roll sleight of hand. That uh, would be 24. Wow. All right. Um, yeah, you roll a nine perfectly. Um, you beat the house. Yes. You win 40 gold. Sweet. <laughs> Someone's addicted. <laughs> right. That yeah. puts us up to 640-ish, by the way. Damn. Because we found some gold earlier. You want to go 40? <laughs> Double or nothing. Fuck it, I'll go for forty. All right. Uh, house Someone rolls. Else they roll the four on the D six again. So D six and D four. That'd be four. All right. And I'm gonna roll a D four. That was a two, so I'm up to six. Okay. And this time I'm gonna once again roll Charlton, and I wanted to roll a. All right, uh, sleight of hand. That is 14. What are you trying to pull here? What do you mean? I see that, and he like, tries to swipe your dice. 
this thing's loaded. And you hear a couple guys, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, where is the gold stashed right now? Right on the table. I'm going to swipe it all and run. All right. Fucking God out the door. Um, you run. Um, a couple people like give chase, but like as you're out the door around the corner and everything, they kind of like stop in the street. Um, it's like getting darker now. The sun's setting and nobody, they're all like, what the fuck? Um, and they come back in pissed off. You guys see this. I'm going to slip out a different door. <laughs> like, man, that guy's a jerk. Huh? <laughs> Can't believe he'd do that. <laughs> Good thing I don't know him. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to get far enough away. I'm going to take off my mask, and I'm actually going to minor illusion my clothes to look a little different. Than oh, shit. Entered. Hell yeah. And then you re-enter? And then I'm going to come back. All <laughs> right. Um, oh, my God. Roll deception <laughs> with advantage. That was a nat 20. Oh my <laughs> god, I love Isaac. <laughs> Isaac's the best. Did you guys just see that guy running? <laughs> yeah, he stole our fucking gold. Can you believe that? Shit, bad night. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy him a drink. <laughs> All right. Yeah. With their gold. <laughs> With their gold. That's amazing. Oh my god. How much did we get? Um, you swiped. All the gold. Did you swipe everything that was on the table? Everything on the table. I'm going to say you swiped like three different players gold. So you took uh, the 40 that was for you and plus um, I'll say another 30 from the other players. Sweet. I like it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh my God. You want to play again? <laughs> a new what are player. you guys playing? <laughs> You'll bet 30. <laughs> Laya, as you enter into the street, uh, you see a couple of guys out there. Um, Give me perception check. 17. All right. Um, they seem to be doing something of their own. Um, it's a little quieter and it's like kind of in between two buildings. Um, but you can see there's like a raucous crowd. It's smaller. Um, you're not entirely sure what's going on. Do they look dangerous? <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody um, in this town looks dangerous <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, just like uh, what am I going to do because mask of the wild like you can attempt to hide even when there's only lightly obscured by foliage heavy rain falling snow mist and I'm assuming none of that's happening uh, no unfortunately <laughs> You do have your cloak on, so you have advantage on stealth checks. Yeah, I'll just sneak over there. All right, roll advantage of stealth. Twenty-three. All right, you stealth over there, um, and like I said, you're in like this alleyway. Um, you're peeking over the shoulders, and you see a kobold fighting like a little tree person and you see like, like fucking Kamehameha has a fireball at it yes. <laughs> and like the twig guy kind of like burns up a little bit and they're like ah and you see like some gold tossed into a pit um yeah um nobody notices you you this is are they just cockfighting essentially yes <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to do Oh my gosh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Can I just watch for a little bit? Yeah, you watch a couple other like smaller creatures, um, like enter the ring, fight it out. It's small, like very small creatures, like size category of D and D, small, uh, fighting, and like people are just betting on it. And as you're kind of watching from the distance in the shadows, you're like, "Fucking ink would be great at this." Oh yeah, you think so? <laughs> <laughs> but is he cl- like would ink be able to? And if you'd like her to, would you like to ask the people? Yeah. All right. You approach and you present ink and they're like, ah, fuck yeah. Um, and they let you get right involved. Oh, so gosh. it's ink like itching to get in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like a boxer, like getting yeah. ready. <laughs> yeah. nice. All right. Um, have ink roll. Uh, initiative as she enters this little cockfighting area with a let me roll on this chart. Can I bet on ink? You come out in the alleyway looking for Laya. Give me a perception check as she's kind of wandered off in the shadows. 21. All right, it doesn't take you long as you kind of just circle this building uh, and you hear the ruckus and you're like, oh, That's betting. Um, and see so you enter and you like kind of peering over and you're like, Hey, man. How do I get involved in this? And like, all right, first round, uh, plus 150 on the displacer beast. Um, and so how betting odds work, um, plus 150. If you bet 100 gold, you win 150. Okay. Yeah, I just fucking stole 100 gold, so I'll wager 100 gold on ink. Yeah, they're like hundreds yeah. buy-in. Hundreds <laughs> the minimal. Um, all right, and ink is first facing a giant centipede. Awesome, awesome. Okay. Ink, so. I choose you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, this is how I designed this. Is like a Pokemon fight. Uh, what did Ink get for initiative? One. Oh, damn. All right. Ink, I choose you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, so this giant centipede runs towards Ink and reaches out with a bite attack here. Um, That is a 17 to hit. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, wait, because she has armor. With so plus no. two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now it doesn't hit. All right. Uh, so it reaches out, bites at it, but with her... Oh, and actually, she has displacement, so <laughs> it would have rolled with disadvantage anyways. Um, Mrs. Uh, Ink, it is your turn. Awesome. I guess she only has a tentacle attack, so... 20? To hit? Uh, 20 hits. Nine. Nine damage? Yeah. All right. Uh, it's beat up, but doesn't fall yet. It's going to take a bite with disadvantage at ink. Isaac's losing your shit right now. <laughs> Loving yeah! it. Uh, that is 20 to hit. Oh, yeah. nope. Sorry. Disadvantage. Uh, right. Does not hit. Sorry. Oh. I looked at the higher number as if I was rolling with advantage. <laughs> uh, so it misses with the displacement. Ink, go for it. Woo! Use tentacle attack. <laughs> uh, 21. Yep, that hits. Nine again. Nine smokes this giant centipede, laying it out. We are getting some 
bank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the crowd goes nuts. for us. <laughs> yeah. Isaac, uh, you win 150 gold. Just like that. Um, and the guy's like, ah, best. Uh, we need a we need a crown of champion tonight. Uh, we got two more creatures for this thing to fight if you want it to. Do we know what kind of creatures? Um, not at the moment. Um, actually, roll perception check. As you're kind of like trying to see who's bringing stuff to the table. 11. All right, uh, 11. You see that the kobold fried that uh, tree person. Um, he's getting like patched up. You see like a Band-Aid on his cheek. And he's looking like mean. Um, and you see like he's strapping on some like patchwork hide armor. Um, and he's like ready to go. Um, and you're not sure who the third contestant is. All right. Give it a <laughs> shot. Um, and the guy's like, all right. That thing's pretty beastly. We're going to lower the odds to one, plus 125. So now if you bet 100 gold, you win 125. Yeah, I'm going to place another bet. All right. <laughs> um, roll for initiative, Inc. 10. Ooh, much better. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Roll 1d10 or 1d20. All right, beats ink by one here. Uh, the kobold enters in looking spry. Um, he's going to take an attack here. Uh, that's 18 to hit with disadvantage. Uh, no. I thought I had you. All right, roll for attack here with ink. Uh, 10 misses. So the kobold dodges out of the way here. Um, and he's gonna shoot a fire bolt. He's got spellcasting. Ah, oh, natural one. Ain't gets an attack of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, 21. 21 hits. <laughs> Seven damage. Oh, and with one swipe, Ink knocks this kobold out, who's just ah. in combat. So he <laughs> falls. He wasn't full health yet. Um, he, uh, his owner's a jackass and sent him in. <laughs> um, all right, Ink is one, two combats. Um, you see, like, the crowd's going fucking nuts for yeah. Ink. Um, and you see the guy that's kind of, like, initiating all of this is like, all right, we have one more contested. And he, like, he's like, whoever wins this, We'll win these slippers. Uh, give perception check. I was hoping for like a undefeated belt or something. <laughs> uh, perception, you said? Yep. 18. All right. Um, you see that they have like spider tentacle, like not tentacles, spider webbing on them. Um, and they look like they would fit ink. They're little mittens. <laughs> yeah, they're little mittens. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll give it a shot. All right. Ink steps back in. Do I see what's coming yet? Do I know? You're like, Ink's getting ready. She's in the ring already. She didn't even back out. She's badass. Um, And you see this like weird toad face slug thing kind of like into the ring. What was that noise? Yeah, I'm not doing it again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Out of curiosity, what does Hunter's Mark have like an effect for? 
ink? Uh, I don't think so. No. So if she like did Hunter's Mark on this creature, I don't think it would. No. Okay. I'm not sure. I had to. I would have to look at the Ranger rules, but I don't think it would. I got you. Yeah. Um, and the guy's like, even odds, even odds. So you're fighting at a uh, plus one hundred. So even bet, please a hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna place hundred. All right. Uh, and Ink needs to roll initiative. What would Ink's like? Dexterity modifier. Eleven. Eleven. All right. Ink is going first. Sixteen to hit. Uh, let's see. Hits. Sick. That buildup was scary. <laughs> Nine damage. All right, still standing. Um, it's gonna take an attack at you. Disadvantage here. Uh, what's it have? It's like the bite. Uh, that's gonna miss. I fucking hate Ink's AC. <laughs> All right, Ink, finish this creature. <laughs> uh, twenty to hit. Uh, twenty hits. Eight damage. And how does Ink end this creature? <laughs> Each time, two hits. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. <laughs> uh, just like after it with its like both tentacles. Just stick right into the slug. Yeah. Nice. And the crowd goes fucking nuts for their new champion. Um, the guy brings you spider climbing uh, slippers for fit for a creature of small size. So basically, Ink can now run on walls and shit. <laughs> That's fantastic. Hell yeah. Right. <laughs> also, we're up to 885 gold. Damn. Oh God. Isaac's having the time of his life. <laughs> yeah, this is like, he's he never doesn't care leaving. about the Leviathan yeah. anymore. He's just like, <laughs> this is where we're staying. Yeah. yeah. Isaac retires in Port Dean. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'm done. Adventuring's not for me, okay? Where is Velik right now? Uh, Velik's still inside. All right. Um, and Sopak is just kind of like staying near you. Um. Yeah, what would you guys like to do? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, what would you like to do? <laughs> what other fun and games do you got? Yeah. Does anyone look wealthier than anyone else? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Not in this town. No one seemingly has more money than the other. <laughs> nope. But it seems like money switches hands pretty wanna, often here. I want to know how many people you can pit pocket in the yeah. bar since they're all drunk. In the bar. Oh yeah. my god. With advantage. Are yeah. we resting? They're drunk. Are we resting here tonight? I'm assuming we got the room, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> want to some more enemies? After, <laughs> right. <laughs> after your night of stealing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they won't know. Yeah, they won't. Um, Not with how fast you move. Right. <laughs> So I'm going to wait until later into the evening to try any more shit. All right. <laughs> yeah, the evening uh, continues on. Uh, new crowds come in and out. Um, That's pretty much it. What, uh, okay, so I guess like when it gets super dark, people get super drunk and like getting towards the end of the night, like we're up in our room. I'm going to swap back over to the Kenku mask and I'm going to go fucking raid all the drunk shits on the right. street. <laughs> yeah, roll a uh, sleight of hand with... Uh, Advantage. So that would be 15. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, 
yeah, you're like pickpocketing people left and right, getting a few gold here, a few gold off this guy. Um, you get some like dry tack out of one guy's pocket. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and you, yeah, you just continue to like grab some trinkets here and there. Um, we'll say you get like uh, another 30 gold or so. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> rich tonight. Yeah. We need potions. <laughs> yeah, we do. We'll open up our own stand. <laughs> Is there any noticeable like straight shops? Um, as you're running around pickpocketing, no, no, like nothing of like uh, that would sell potions or anything. Okay. Um, a lot of like fish stands and like, uh, you know, uh, vegetable stands and stuff like that, but no. Nothing of like okay. value, really. Let's snag a carrot past the vegetable stand. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> the person that runs it. it is like passed out, yeah. like in a chair behind it. Um, All right, and then I'm gonna return to our room. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All we can happens. hear is like yeah. the clink of his. Hey guys, yeah. I love this place. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, and yeah, you guys uh, rest down for the night. Yep. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, nothing of craziness happens throughout the night. Um, you guys wake up in the morning. Um, you don't see Sopak right away. Um, what would you guys like to do? The day is yours. We still have our money, right? Yeah, we got nine fifteen now. <laughs> Started this night with 640, so we're doing good. <laughs> you just came into your wrong list town. <laughs> I love it. All right, so now does anyone noticeably look richer than the rest? No, every, <laughs> everybody is hungover and like slow moving, but you do see like some of the fishermen and shit are like up and about and like moving and getting their job done, regardless of just looking like shit <laughs> i can relate with that <laughs> yeah, right? um do we ask any of them if they've experienced anything with the being out at sea probably should yeah I mean, down at the dock there's a giant serpent with the storm so yeah it's calm waters yeah. who knows those super calm waters I uh-huh. hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah you go down and like ask them some questions and stuff uh roll persuasion checks to get them talking to you guys. Hmm. I got a net one. <laughs> they, they recognize you from last night stealing all their gold. They don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I'm back to my owl. Man. 15. 13. Um, yeah, they're a little hesitant to talk to you guys, but they're like, hey, yeah, the waters have been choppy and the fish haven't been coming in as well as they used to, but just marketing up to bad weather and shit luck, really. They haven't seen anything. No, nothing of crazy renown. I mean, they see like the occasional shark or like, you know, other sea no shark fantasy people. creature, <laughs> but no, yeah, no shark people, no humanoids that have been turned into other fish like creatures or anything like that. Okay. So do you guys think that we should be trying to like get back to the capital to let people know of this thing? Like what is, what do you guys think our goal is at this point? Well, since you robbed everyone. Yeah, <laughs> um. Yeah, right. We've pretty much got what we can get from yeah. here. No. Uh, but we we got to find something that's going on. Like, we either have to try to find a way to get back out there and deal with this thing, or we need to go try to get reinforcements from somewhere where we yeah. know they're going to support us. 
because I'm sure the clock is ticking. Yeah. For now, do you guys want to just go try and find that creature that we were told about? Oh, for the potions? Yeah. <laughs> Probably should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious to like where, where you guys were at with yeah. moving forward. Potions for sure. Yeah. All right. You guys uh, head to the north of town. Um, and like as you kind of are on the outskirts of the town, you see a small hut that has like chicken legs. Yeah, it has nice. <laughs> that's not Bobby Yaga's house. <laughs> uh, but it has like various like bones, like uh, what are those chimes? Yeah, chimes, like bone chimes. Okay, um, yeah. uh, hanging outside, uh, you can smell incense. Like strong from outside the building, um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's just like a small hut. You kind of like think like this is the creepiest place in town. This might be where a creature would live. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there a door to knock on? Yes, that's what I do. You go knock. Yep, you knock. Um, and there's no immediate answer. You're kind of sitting there for a second. There's no windows either. Um, and it's very, it's like a very small hut. Um, until the door like creaks open and you actually have to like look down after a second of not seeing anything. And there's this weird like bulbous headed creature, like thin faced, um, small shoulders. He's kind of like hunched over and you look and his eyes are like large and as you're looking into his eyes, you don't see any pupil or any like cornea or anything. It's all just black, but you see like faint speckles almost as if it's like the galaxy inside of his eyes. If you're like, as you're like seeing stars in the night sky, but in his eyeballs. What can I do for you? You have the most beautiful eyes. Oh, thank you. That was cool as mine. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> we, yeah, go for it. We were told that you may have potions for us to acquire. Mm-hmm. Potions. Healing potions. Preferably, yeah. <sighs> come in, come in, come in. Do you guys enter? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> it's dark in here, but for candlelight. Uh, you see a small table with various bones uh, strewn across it. Um, you see like a couple bird cages, but they're empty. Um, and he like pulls out a small chest from underneath like his cot, essentially. Um, all right, we have uh, minor pe- healing potions. How much? <laughs> 50 gold pieces. Can I also do like an insight check on this thing? Sure. And that would be eight. Uh, what are you trying to ascertain from him? Uh, I guess I want to make sure that it's not like a, he's not going to murder us in his little shack. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a murderer. <laughs> uh, he's outnumbered and very small. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he's creepy. He's not like anything you've ever really seen before. Um. And yeah, he pulls out. Uh, we'll see. I'll roll a d6 to see how many healing potions he has. Uh, he has three healing potions, fifty gold pieces a piece. And these are just the standard low-level ones? Yeah. Okay. We should probably snag. Or, actually, let's try to haggle the price. 
Yeah, I'm game. Rope. Um, haggling check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that persuasion? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How is uh, Volokai persuasion? Probably pretty good. Yeah, I get a uh, plus three. Do you want to try to do it? Because I have a plus zero. Oh, I have a plus five. Yeah. Oh damn! Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think I'll try. I'll make the gold. You can. You can budget. <laughs> should we? Should we roll for you and then? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Fourteen. All right. Uh, yeah, fine, fine, fine. I'll knock five gold pieces off. Forty-five a piece. Can you go forty a piece? Fine, fine. <laughs> Still want to roll for me? <laughs> we have coupons. Yeah. <laughs> like start making one yeah. up real quick. We'll uh, take all three. All right. Uh, as he hands the potions and like you're grabbing them from his hand, Velik, he like holds tight to the vial. He says, I see something inside you. <laughs> what? What the fuck? <laughs> right, he's gonna pull the vial yeah. like out of his hand, like angrily. Just give me this damn thing. I can tell you things about yourself you do not even know. I doubt it. Is this only directed at Volik? At the moment, yeah. 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 Would you like to try? No. Volk's <laughs> <laughs> so repressed. Yeah. <laughs> like after the whole incident that happened <laughs> on the ship. And then sinking and going through, like, the whole memory ordeal. Velik's pissed. <laughs> like, he's got, like, everything is now fresh again in his mind yeah. as to, like, what pissed him off initially. Yeah. And so he's not ready to play any games with anyone. It's like, let's just go time. beat some yeah. ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Uh and as you're kind of like pulling away from him, shrugging him off, he kind of looks over at Isaac and Laya. The three of you are adventurers, are you not? Sure are. Please sit. And he directs you to like the small table at the center of the, of the room. See, there's like uh, pillows basically uh, around it so you can sit on the pillows basically. Um, do you guys sit? Isaac's very interested in this guy. Yeah, I'm gonna sit. <laughs> I'm like yeah. folding my arms, like sitting down, <laughs> sulking, <Yeah. laughs> like red eyes glowing yeah. in this yeah. hut. Like <laughs> the kid whose parents told him, like, "Yeah, we're gonna be here for a while." Yeah. <laughs> like that kid sitting outside, like the changing booth. Yeah. Like, oh. Here's your Game Boy. Just <laughs> yeah, exactly. hang out. Give him a potion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every now and then, I'm stomping my foot a little bit. <laughs> He's kicking it. Laya, what do you do? I sit. All right. Um, and he he saunters over and sits as well. He gathers up the bones. Uh, give me a perception check as he's gathering these. Everybody? Sure. If you, I mean, if you're stewing, then. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even paying attention. Oh, yeah. yeah, with disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. I'm also not paying attention. I got a five. All right. I got a nine. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, so he gathers up these like bones that are on the table. And he pulls them close to his mouth. And then he tosses them out. <sighs> yes, as I expected. Travelers. What do you know of this world? That there's a sea serpent in calm water. Mm, sea serpent. In calm water. You speak 
of Largon. Do you not? Sure do. <laughs> One of four elements. The mad leviathan controls the water of this material plane. Or he wishes he didn't. Isaac's more curious now. He's going to ask him how much he knows about Largon. Largon himself? I do not know much about. Have you ever... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> he resides in the water elemental plane of existence. Not anymore, he doesn't. He's in ours. I do not see that. And he kind of like gestures to the bones that he tossed out. His reach is growing stronger. But he has not been released upon this world. We would know if he had. Who's we? All of mankind. Felix going to use divine sense. What does uh, divine sense do? To uh, the presence of strong evil. All right. Um, registers on your senses like a noxious odor. <laughs> I don't think this guy's evil, but let me look it up real quick. Does he have a name? Um, you ask his name? Yeah. My name is Visor. V-I-S-S-U-R. Visor the Visor. Hmm. I don't think he's evil. I think he's neutral. Yeah, neutral. So, just nothing. Yep. Crossing my arms and <laughs> legs again. Stomping your feet. Yeah. So, Isaac's going to ask him if he knows how we can stop him. That is not my path. But I do believe it is yours. And it is told here. He gestures once more to the bones. You warriors. <laughs> and he chuckles to himself. We'll stop the cataclysm before it happens. Will you not? How? Again, that is not for me to tell you. It is your path to discover. Do you know... Of the different elements that control the world or this world has been crafted from. Would we remember this from our conversation with the headmaster? Possibly. Um, I don't think he dove into it very much. I think uh, Eladeth, Aladeth, uh, right, what was his name? I can't even remember. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, friend? Yeah, his friend that you guys saw as you were leaving. Okay. Oh, he had, um, he had an interesting name. So. Yeah, uh, he mentioned something about the elementals planes as well um, that he was studying, but he told you to meet him in the wooded vale and he would go over in further detail with you. Okay. There are others like Largon that control different elements. There is Atmos, the ruler of the plane of air. Duvenate, the ruler of the fire plane. And Moutier, the ruler of the earth. Isaac's going to ask him if we have to worry about them coming through as well. Yes, I would assume. And once Largon awoke and began to reach into our plane, the others began to stir. You see... This world we know as Grand Earth was crafted by the gods. They reached into these elemental planes and took a piece from each and crafted our world from it. And 
these leviathans and other monstrosities, rulers of their own respective plane of existence, want those pieces back. Out of curiosity, Isaac wants to ask how these elementals feel about each other, or the Leviathans feel about each other. <laughs> Good question. I would like to ask them myself. And he's still kind of like looking over at Velik, sulking in the corner with his red beady eyes peeking out from behind his <laughs> mask, his, uh, his helm. <laughs> He's kind of like grins at you and you can't really tell that he's looking at you because his eyes are just all black and starry and like there's no direction in them. But this is all I have for you. Please take your potions and continue your journey. Any direction on where we should go to continue our journey? I'm sure you know better than I do. Is Sopak still with us? Nope. He just vanished. Yeah, you didn't see him when you got up this morning and <laughs> headed out. He saw a butterfly. He's, yeah. <laughs> He's walking on the beach somewhere. So you said we recalled that we should go to the forest, correct? Or we knew that? Uh, to the Wooded Vale yeah, to yeah, meet yeah. with that guy, yeah. Okay. He'd, he'd offered, like, yeah, if you're ever out there, come see me. Oh, but we don't have to go. Yeah. How far away is the Wooded Vale? Quite a ways. It's a couple months journey. Jeez. Yeah, the Golden Coast is a big place. So, I don't know if it's a couple months. I think it's a couple weeks, to be honest, but I can't remember. Can just tell Largon to wait a minute? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Hold off, all right? Can you just fling me over there? <laughs> but like I said before we started this campaign, like, you know, like if you're in a rush, like understand that a rush could be like a couple of weeks because journey does take, like the planet is huge. Um. And so, like, yeah, a rush could mean a few weeks. So, like, and you also know that you defeated, like, his priest that was attempting to bring him forth. Uh, and he reached out, attacked your ship in, like, a moment of anger and defeat, right? So, like, you might think he's probably exhausted and unable to reach further at this time. Gotcha. Yep. And we have so many options. Yep. Yeah. Because... We could talk to the headmaster who might be able to help us out. Mm -hmm. We also have the situation with Captain Rexford and his crew that yeah. like helped us out and now we're like okay and there's no sign of them. Yeah. We also we have the wooded veil, which will take us about six years to get <laughs> possibly. We also still have a missing magical object that we just assumed it was associated with the Leviathan. Yeah. We have a horn that we don't know what it does. As well, ordered. you blew it. You uh, yeah, do I didn't do shit yet. That, <laughs> um, yeah, we have a lot of questions, not many answers. Not yeah, many it's like, where do we begin? Which which trail do we decide, like, this is where we want to go and investigate and figure out? So the what's the nearest town to us besides? Um, so Black Rock is to the east. Um, and uh, Never Rest is to the north. And Never Rest is about... Uh, well, uh, sorry. So Black Rock is to the east, and from the northeast to there, you can get to Goldcrest, and then you can go west, north or northwest to Farwater, and then back down to Neverrest. 
but there's also uh, the people that have traveled this region pretty well, Laia mostly. Um, you know that there's no like trade route connecting road or anything from Port Runswick to Goldcrest or Black Rock. So Black Rock and Port Runswick are connected, and then Goldcrest, Farwater, and Neverrest are all kind of connected to the north. Um, there's no like you know trade route road connecting the sel- southern region of gold uh the golden coast and the northern region we should try to get like a printed map out I like of this so that because <laughs> we're probably going to be doing a lot of traveling yeah. right now bouncing between all these areas yep yeah I'll get that for the next session. <laughs> Let's go find a map maker. You guys do have a map as players. That's yeah. how you can recall this like information. Do you guys want to go to Black Rock? Or do you want to go to Neverest? By the sounds of it, there's nothing at Black Rock. Looks, yeah. Man, what um, do we want to do? Cause yeah. We could go to Black Rock. We could... <laughs> Well, I was going to say we could try to find a ship to take us out in the water, but I don't think we're going to find a, a ship that we want to get aboard. <laughs> so that's probably out. Um, geez, I don't know. As we're walking, can Isaac ask Volek why he's so pissy? <laughs> hey man, you're awfully moody. Hell is your problem? <laughs> you were cool before the ship wrecked. <laughs> now you seem like you don't want to play with us. <laughs> you're just pissed. A brooding child. Uh, he's just gonna like shrug a little bit and then uh, say like we need to figure out what we're doing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you You can tell that he definitely doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah, He's gotcha, like, gotcha. Still processing in his own mind and trying to figure out what the hell's yeah. going on with him. Being taken to this whole different plane almost. And then Duquesne taking him or it created in his mind to travel there. So he's still trying to process yeah. it. Because why and I don't know that you're like seeing shit. So. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Exactly. You just see me as like the fucking pissed off guy. Yeah. Like, I hug him. <laughs> yeah, Isaac's going to like look at Wyatt and like do those hand gestures. But like, is he like, okay? Like, what, okay. What's happening? Yay, nay. Yeah. He's not very good. <laughs> Think he's coming unhinged. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> completely yeah. losing his mind yeah. before he starts flipping out on everything. Yeah. Yeah. And after a little bit of like kind of wandering on this town after you guys leave the hut, uh, you do run into Sobak. Um, he's kind of just doing his thing, kind of just like wandering around. Wondering. Yeah. Oh, hello. It's good to see you guys again. I lost you uh, last night. Where did you go? Well, I was at the bar. You all disappeared. I was busy. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Making uh, friends, I hope. Of course. Yeah, only the best. <laughs> I'm going to ask him where he's off to now. Well, 
I don't know. I would like to return to Black Rock. But I'm not very wanted there. And I'm afraid my lord would not welcome me back. However, I would like to see it return to its previous glory. And bring people back there as well. Is that Cargon? Lord Cargon, yep. And he's changed suddenly? Yeah, mm-hmm. basically, yep. It was over time, but he's like... It was, for Sopak, it was an unnatural changing, for sure. We probably want to check that out. Yeah. Do you guys want to just like wander with him back yeah. to that? How far away is that? Um, It's a few days to the east. Okay. Yeah, and the clouds were to the east, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll... Like, uh, reiterate that the clouds were permeating over Black Rock. Okay, I vote we go there. Yeah, I'm game. Okay. Sorry, I was mistaken. I thought he said that the Lord said that there's nothing left to dub the land. Like, he did. He did say that. Yeah, he said that the Lord had, uh, said that the lands were inhabitable, essentially, um, and sent people out, including Sopak, but. Uh, Sopak said that that was like unnatural because he was once motivated to like return it to it. Like after it got attacked by the dragon, he was motivated to keep it and like try to get growth to happen again and have people settle there still. Um, and then kind of suddenly, I, I suddenly, but like over a, a short period of time, I guess, uh, maybe like a course of a month, he gave up and was like, now people can leave, including Sopak. Okay. Yeah. So we go there. All right, you guys head out. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that is where we're going to end tonight's session. Thank you for listening to First We Roll. Join us next time for the continuation of this story. <laughs>